Get your winter coat ready, Philadelphia, because we're going outside for everything. Should realtors be going to settlements? And we got a little holiday cheer next on Tool Time. I'm Tom Tool. She's Sarah Timon. We are back on Tool Time, holiday edition one of two. We're getting a little festive here, mainly because nothing else is going on right now. Everything's going outside. It's coronavirus nonstop. So that's what we're going to start talking about today. So there was a lot of news that came out locally that tinsel the Christmas bar outside, which I think a lot of people are going to be happy about. Flower show canceled outside in June. Gyms, you're going to be working out outside. So what do you think about all this? I mean, it's this is pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, good for you, first of all, if you have the motivation to go to a gym for and then to do it outside in December in Philadelphia. So, like, you're motivated and congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's freezing temperatures here. Like, it's below, <laughs> it's below the, the freezing point. Yeah, so a lot of gyms are kind of coming back and offering some of these different outdoor classes. I think one of them said that they were having uh, almost like earmuffs to, to keep your ears yeah, warm, yeah. but then also to cycle the, the music through. Um, so people are trying to get creative with ways to still have you come out and take their classes in a safe way, but you've got to be motivated to do it. <laughs> I'm gonna I, I used to run like track and cross country. We had to practice outside in the winter and it, it'd be freezing cold. And yeah. you're like, I remember having like winter, like wool socks up my arms, like to keep my hands warm. And it, you wouldn't wear gloves because that wasn't good for circulation. Mm -hmm. The pictures they're showing here, like they're on top of like rooftops doing spin classes. So you got the wind picking up, and when you're doing a spin class, you're sweating a lot, like yeah. like a significant. I mean, that's got to be freezing cold. I've seen Soul Cycle go outside at Suburban Square. I just people are motivated. Yeah. I, I guess the big thing is like if these places want to stay in business, they don't have any other options right now, which is yeah. kind of crazy. I mean, they're cleaning, they're doing all the things they're supposed to do, but like this is getting shut down, whether people like it or not. Right. I mean, depending on the times of some of the classes, I mean, I guess like today randomly is really really nice. Good point. Earlier this week, freezing. So if you if you have a good day, you get a little bit of sunlight, um, and you're you're working out and you're moving, I feel like you could be comfortable. It's like an evening class. Burr. Yeah. Or like a lot of people get up early and work out. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a morning workout person mainly because I have kids and I can't get anything done once they wake up. So right. I couldn't imagine like getting up and first, like sometimes it's like four or five in the morning. You get up and you're like, all right, I'm going to go do this. And then, oh, by the way, it's 28 degrees outside. Good luck. Like yeah. this is... <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last for. I think there are going to be a lot of daytime classes. I think that that's a really good point. But there's a lot of gyms doing this. I mean, there's a whole list of them here in Philly Magazine where, I mean, it goes on. I thought it'd be like one or two, but it, it's all over the place. And I guess, you know, this is the way businesses are going to have to run right now. Yeah. So Tinsel, you ever been to Tinsel? I have not. But you were talking about it earlier and you said it's... I got drugged down there by uh, some relatives. Um, and It was a good time, but it was I felt like I was the oldest person in the room easily. And this was a couple <laughs> years ago. Um, and so it's it's like one of these Christmas themed bars. They have a I, I think there's a couple others in the city. That's like mm -hmm. the most well known one that's in that jewelry store. I think it's on Twelfth Street, like Twelfth and um, some somewhere in the um, like Twelfth and Chestnut, somewhere around there. Right. And so they spent all this time like building it out every year, and then they couldn't open because you can't do anything indoors. So they took some lights and they strung it all the way out. And now it's you walk in, you get your like drink, mm -hmm. and they have these like cocktails, like they make them in like soup cans or. Um, there, like there was a snow globe one. Yes, that was the new one. That was yeah. what I was looking for. So all very like festive stuff, which is pretty cool. And then you can go outside and, and drink it. And then, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I guess they're making the best of it because I guarantee you there's still going to be people that want to do that stuff. Right. And then I think it had that you could order food from the restaurant across mm -hmm. the street, but that there would only be designated areas that you could be to 
um, to eat that. So yeah, I guess they're you know they're trying to make some things work and you know bundle up and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the, the the smartest thing out of all this that I saw, because I, I get the, I mean, restaurants are trying to survive right now. Gyms are trying to survive, and you know, for we'll, we'll post a, a link in the uh, to the article here in the show. Um, we'll have social media handle that because I don't think you and I can figure that out. Um, and uh, so you can see what gyms are doing this stuff because we really want you to support local businesses here. Um, the flower show move to June. I think this is a genius idea because one, you're not going to be able to go inside and do that. Mm-hmm. The flowers would die if you did it late winter. So. What's the point of putting something like that on? So I'm, I'm glad to see at least their forward thinking on that because that's a pretty big attraction for for the the you know like Philadelphia. I mean the flower show is a big deal, right? I mean and a, a long standing one. I think it's 200 years that that's been that that's been going. So when I first read the article and it said it was moving outside before it got to the part that they were doing it in the summer, I was like, ooh, like, what are you doing? Oh, these flowers are going to make it. But um, yeah, so I think it'll be you know it's good that they moved it to the summer and. I mean, I feel like that's the only way that you can that you can do it this year because otherwise, you know, it's just it's not going to work. And then even for the summer, I think it said that they were already kind of preemptively having it be where you would have either an AM sp- uh, slot or a PM one. You kind of pre-go in and and book that. So they're already trying to to take those precautions and keep it safe. I mean. There's not any other options right now. Like this is the world we're living in, and until this vaccine gets distributed, let's hope by the time this airs, it gets approved by the FDA. Like this is what we're dealing with right now. Have you ever been to the flower show? Have you gone to that? I before? have been to the flower show. So what's that like? I've never been for just because I think flowers are boring. But it's it's really cool. I mean, there's so many. <laughs> first of all, like I mean, and I'm not a huge flower person. Like where I have a lot of knowledge of them, I can appreciate them when I see them. But there's, I mean, there are tons. Um, the work that they go into, the theme that they do. Um, is it's really it's it's pretty neat. I mean, whoever the people that organize it, there is so much time that goes into that. So um, it's pretty cool. So go to the flower show is what we're hearing. Check out and support these local gyms. If you're in the mood to get some holiday cheer, go to Tinsel. But basically, if you want to do stuff anymore, you better bring your winter jacket. I don't know. And if you have if you have one that's not too warm, you better upgrade. I think it's probably the. I'm getting a new advice. one for Christmas this year. I'm super oh, excited. You t- I've already heard about this. She's so yeah. excited. So this yeah. is not like this is not for the camera here. So, <laughs> uh, but I, w- I would definitely bundle up. I think it's going to be the best advice because it, it's it's been cold the past couple days. So I mean that's what we're going to be dealing with. So, yeah. uh, so outdoor Philadelphia. That's what's happening this winter. Um, it kind of leads to, with all these restrictions in place, and it's not a real estate story, but I would say it is, what we're dealing with, it should realtors be going to settlements because right. there's a safety issue, number one, but then I think there's the question of like what happens after the pandemic, should they go to settlements? So, so what, what do you think about all this? What's your take? I think a lot of people have different feelings on whether or not they should be attending settlements, even pre-virus, right? 100%, yes. Um, I mean, my take on it is, I think specifically if you're working on, if it's buyers that you have, if there were things like leading right up till the very end that were kind of in question, sometimes just for like support, it's nice to be there and kind of see it through to the end. But with, um, but I mean, that also depends on, on scheduling and on, you know, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of factors that go into that. Um, With everything that's going on right now with the virus, I mean, it's been clearly stated that we should not be going to settlements. Um, I know it was kind of frowned upon earlier, but definitely now we're being told not to attend, Um, which I think is smart. You're in a small, confined space. You know, you're always hoping your settlement is in and out, but sometimes it takes a little while. Um, And I think that's just uh, something that you can easily eliminate a person from that because we don't technically do anything at the settlement besides, 
you know, be there and make sure everything's right. But I mean, if you're in the same, a lot of times when we do settlements here, it's fine to be out at our desks and then you can kind of pop mm. in and check on them. So I think that might be the more appropriate way to handle it. Uh, so I, I totally agree with you right now. I mean, if there's a safety issue, you know, one of the reasons real estate was not essential is because the administration in, in Harrisburg said realtors are a bunch of yahoos. This is actually like, like verbatim what I heard from some inside sources and they don't pay attention to the rules. So if you're a realtor going to settlements right now, all you're doing is you're going to ruin it for everybody else. Like, I want to be really clear about this. Like, you can handle stuff by the phone. We've learned how to telework. I think you have a really relevant point on the buy side where there's things going on. The buyers have to be there. Like, mm -hmm. they, like they have to sign the stuff unless there's a, an extenuating circumstance of, like, an electronic notary or something. So right now, you should be going. And, you know, in general, my view is if you're working with a seller, save the seller some time and don't make them go to settlement. Right. I mean... Does the seller even want to be there? Probably not. Like it's not the most like exciting. I mean, it's it's exciting because the process is done and you're you're, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, wrapping yeah, it up. You're selling your house. Yes. But like, yeah, especially if you're on the the sell side, you can just fill that information out earlier and not come. Yeah, <laughs> so. I, I mean, to me, it's it's in the world. In today's world is all about efficiency, right? Yeah. Everyone's trying to get more out of their twenty four hours. So for sellers, like, do your clients a favor and get everything pre-signed in advance. Explain it to them where they're not under the gun waiting while someone's looking at them like, okay, you're gonna sign this. Like, and you're just watching the buyer fill out all the mortgage paperwork. Mm -hmm. So sellers, in my view, should never go to settlements. Right. Um, and as a seller agent, like that's another, like you get everything done, you drop it off or someone goes from your team mm -hmm. or you have a representative there. But as an agent, you know, it's always about how do we get, how do we do more business with the same amount of time that we have? Like that's right. a bit, we talk about this all the time and this is, any coaching program tells you the same thing. Think about like the travel time to settlements on the sell side. Let's say you drive there, right? Let's say their office is in, we're in Westchester. Let's say it's in Bluebell, right? Because there's settlements that happen out there. Right. So you got 45 minutes drive there. Then you got another 45 minute drive back. So it's an hour and a half. Then plus the hour you're sitting there yeah. to accomplish what? Right. And that's my view. And then some people say, well, I have to go to all of them. Well, you're going to be stuck doing a certain amount of business. So if you're an agent trying to increase your production, that's a time waster. Mm -hmm. And you can be available by phone. Your clients aren't stressed out because they're not sitting there. They're not worried about what's the buyer going to say. Just let them know, hey, everything's good. I'll mm -hmm. call you when it's over. A little extra communication goes a long way. So in my view, on the sell side, you should never be there. Right. And I like what you said about buying. So like walk everyone through that again. Let's say it's not the pandemic. Like, right, right. What would you do for a settlement? So there's a lot that happens right at the end before before settlement. So it doesn't matter how organized you are, how it has nothing to do with that. It's just there's numbers that come in right at the very end. So and there can, you know, every situation can be different. You can certainly get into some some hairy stuff leading up to settlement. So if you have if you've been working with a buyer who you know, just the numbers are are coming in last minute and they've just been concerned about a couple different things or you did the final walkthrough and there's something that they noticed in that that you need to get taken care of there before the settlement and it's somebody that just kind of like needs you there <laughs> um, for really moral support and hey, yeah. everything's okay. Um, I've certainly done that with, with buyers before. Um, and a lot of times on the buy side, we will have the settlement here at our office. So I can also be... I'm already at the office and I just make sure that I don't have um, showings and other things going on during that time so that even if I can't physically be in the room the whole time, I'm there to greet them. I'm there if they have any questions, if they're worried about anything, I can pop in. Um, so that's kind of how I like to be available on the buy side in certain situations just because I know it can 
you know, come down to the wire. <laughs> well, I, I, you're handling it totally right here. I mean, in my view, is that it, it's absolutely correct. You want to be available, but do you need to sit there for the whole hour? Or can maybe you get yeah. some other stuff done that needs to get done while you're there? Right. So to, in my view, have it at your office. Make it easy for yourself. Work with your title company, because remember, you're the one giving them the business. So mm -hmm. that's how we instruct our title company here to make it easier for everybody. And then you can get some work done, be there for support, kind of do the right thing. But also, like, you're not sitting there the whole time, like, making small talk and, and yucking it up, which, like, that, that goes a certain amount of way, but we also got a job to do, and we have other people to help. So my view is that's how I'd handle it, exactly yeah. like you laid it out. Selling side, don't go. I don't care what anyone says. There's going to be a lot of old realists say, well, I've gone to my settlements for 50 years. Well, great. You know what? We're probably <laughs> selling more real estate. So um, my view is that that's, and during the safety concerns right now, like, yeah. don't be that agent that ruins it for everybody else. Right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I think... That's something you can very easily eliminate yourself from, not have it affect the process, not have it affect anything, and and exactly like you said, not ruin it for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's literally what we're talking about right now. So there's rules to be followed, and when you follow the rules, you know, usually it works out for you. I mean, that's, that's how life works sometimes. So, all right, so we got some fun stuff here. I love that topic because I think it's a relevant one for anyone looking to grow their business. So we have some local businesses we're going to highlight for, like, holiday dinners, but first best Christmas song that's out there. So there's a couple of them. Sarah, I know you put you have one in mind. I, I have one that I'm pretty clear on, but um, and maybe we'll get Nick and see what he says. I think he said Mariah Carey was his favorite. So um, <laughs> what do you think the best Christmas song is? I mean, Mariah Carey is great. Th that, um, that, is a, in all, that is one of the best. I don't yeah. think, like, it's, it's not going to be my pick, but, like, that is a classic Christmas song. Right. No question about it. I'm a big fan of Wham's Last Christmas. I just feel like that's... That's a good one. Last Christmas like is a it. good one. Yeah. So what, what do you like about it? You like Wham? Big Wham fan? <laughs> Huge Wham fan. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. I just like I've always thought it's just kind of like catchy and fun and puts you in a good mood. That is a good one. Um, What's yours? Christmas in Hollis is easily <laughs> the best Christmas song. Like I think of like all the movies that come out, like when they roll out and Run DMC's playing. Like no question. I think that's easily the best. Um, Mariah Carey's pretty close. And there's some other good ones too. Like some of the remakes are pretty good. But yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Christmas and Hollis, like, hands down. Sure, yeah. My wife gets very annoyed when I play that. I'm like, she's like, this song again? Put back on Mariah Carey. <laughs> How long has that Mariah Carey album been out? Like, that's been, let's look this up here. At least since I was in high school, but probably before All right, before all I want for Christmas is you. Let's see what this is. This came out in, that doesn't say here. Come on, internet's failing me. Uh, let's look up release date here. I, I, it, it's 1994. That is crazy. Oh, well, that's way before high school for me. I'm yeah, not, I, I I'm mean, not that old. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely not. Um, yeah. I was almost in high school because I'm older than you. But yeah, 1990. That's crazy. That's what Elf has been out for 17 years. We'll talk about movies next week. Don't yeah. ruin the show. I won't, I won't ruin it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? These things make you feel. I mean, National Lampoons. That came out in the 80s. Like I was like, yeah. I was like five. Like I mean, it, it, so even some of the the more recent ones. Like uh, I like. Um, the Night Before is pretty funny with Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. If you've seen that, that's even been out like five years. Yeah. Now so. you're ruining it. That's uh, next well, week. That's, all right. Ha. No, I'm just kidding. Let's talk about some local <laughs> businesses. we got to stop talking about this. So put on Christmas and Hollis is the advice we're giving everybody. <laughs> Maybe wham. Um, so there's two places we want to talk about locally here um, that are doing holiday dinners. One's pretty wild. So we talked about the seven fishes. So can you explain the seven fishes? Because Nick's the only one that's actually had it yes. behind the camera, and he didn't do a very good job explaining it to us. So, um, so I've never done the seven fishes. I mean, I've always heard of it, but yes. I've never, I've never done it or like been invited to a seven fishes. Me neither. Um, so you know, hopefully that happens sometime. But <laughs> life, um, life goals. So from what I could tell, it seems as though there are 
it's not really a specific seven fishes or seven different ways that you cook them. It's kind of a combination of yes, them. And yeah. I think you can kind of like pick your own. That might be wrong. There could be like some official ones. <laughs> Seems like anchovies are involved in a lot of these. That's very popular. Um, sardines, lobster. Um, it looks like there's a salted cod. That, Bacala, that yeah, that, that's like that's like the most famous dish of this. Yeah, so some clams, shrimp. I mean, there were, there were a lot of different uh, things that popped up. But yeah, the, the salted cod, the bakwa was a big one. Um, smelts? Smelts. I've had smelts. You know no. what they are? No. They're minnows. Really? Yes. Oh, little smelts. They're, it's like, uh, I had, a, um, it's the Greek place down in South Philly. What's it called? Uh, Dimitri's. You ever been there? You oh, had to yes. have been to Dimitri's. Like, I had smelts there and they were amazing. Then I tried yeah. to make them and they turned out horribly <laughs> wrong. So go to Dimitri's and don't go to, uh, this place. So, the seven fishes though, the reason we're bringing it up is Tekka in Newtown Square is doing this on Christmas Eve from one to eight o'clock. Um, you got to go to their website to order it. And to me, I mean, this seems like a lot of work cooking seven dishes. Yeah. Have you, do you ever cook, have you ever cooked like a full holiday meal before? No. So I've, I mean, I've cooked full meals before for like people, <laughs> but not, not like for a holiday. You've cooked um, meals for people? <laughs> so I've cooked meals for people. I've done like multiple courses and stuff, but not for a holiday. For Christmas Eve, my family always, well, now this year is going to be different, yes. but um, always does a really big Christmas Eve meal, but it's my sisters and my brother and I that all do it together. So um, I don't know that I would, I would be very flustered if I had to cook seven fishes that came together at once to eat. I don't well, that's know what I'm saying. Like, it's a lot of work. So, yeah. you know, these these restaurants are getting killed right now. So, I mean, Tekka in Newtown Square is doing this, and I think that's a really cool thing to do. And I, we've been to Tekka. We've had team parties there. Like, great, great place. There's also one in Westchester. Um, so they're doing the seven fishes meal, and it says it's from one to eight on Christmas Eve, or you can get it to go, apparently, as well. Go to their website. It's tekkanewtownsquare.com. We'll make sure that's available. And... They also have this thing, I thought this was pretty funny, BYO Blanket, um, which I liked because you can only eat outside now, though. They do have like a big patio out there. So I like that they're like, hey, bring a blanket. It's like going to like an NFL playoff game. I yeah. thought that was pretty clever. What so, would be fun here, too, with the Seven Fishes? It's like it's already a weird year where things are, are totally different. So if you haven't done this before, this could be a fun year to just kind of try it out and, and give it a go. I mean, I'm a Metagon, so we're not uh, we're not making any Seven Fishes in my house, but I think we'll have some beef. But... uh I don't know. It, it, fish is a weird thing. That, I mean, I think the, the, the meals they're talking about here, like it's a lot of like octopus salad, oyster shooters. I would definitely do that. Big oyster fan. But like a lot of like stuff bakes. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It, you know, there's a lot of things you could do. So, uh, but that's, that's a great local business you can support. The other one is the Classic Diner. So you've not been to the Classic. This is the, no. one of the best places in Chester County, in my view. I've been there a number of times. They've catered, um, except this year, when, uh, but uh, they catered like our team retreats. So they got places in Malvern and Westchester, and they're doing takeout and delivery. This I did not know. So this is important if you're trying to support local businesses. Apparently, if you order from DoorDash, they they charge, or like uh, Uber Eats, they charge like a big fee, like it's 25%. Mm-hmm. So they want you to order directly from the restaurant. The, the cost is the same, so it helps the businesses m- more so. And I don't think DoorDash is like hurting right now, in my view. They got to be just like right, raking it yeah. in. So and actually, sometimes the prices on DoorDash are more expensive than if you do like they already hike up the they hike up the prices for like you as the yeah, buyer, yeah. and then they also do take a large, large chunk from from the restaurant. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That was that was, uh, uh, and I, I talked to Chrissy today on the phone to kind of go over this. So. They're doing takeout and delivery. Um, they're also doing a lot of like family meals and holiday meals. So like, so I looked at their menu because I was like, what what could they have on here that would be good for? A ho-? And it was 
It looks pretty interesting. So they have a whole catering menu, and their the, their website is theclassicdinerpa.com. Um, and if you look at their menu here, they have things on here uh, for like holiday catering, like if you want to get pizzas or a glazed ham, Christmas classic. Like people love glazed hams, right? Um, braised short ribs, very hard to make. They got a lot of Italian food on here too, but not the seven fishes. Um, like baked mac and cheese, roasted Brussels sprouts. You can literally order the whole meal yeah. and also not have to cook, which is kind of the idea because you're cooking a lot more anyway since no one's going anywhere. So right. um, two really good businesses to support. They will deliver as far as like Paoli, all of Westchester, Exton, Berwyn, Malvern. So basically like TE, Great Valley, Westchester schools, and then a little bit of downtown there into like the Exton area. So another place to, to go check out because apparently indoor dining Got, now this will air. We'll probably find out, but looks like indoor dining is going on the uh, on on the back burner here for for a while. Uh, come this weekend, which which sucks. So a lot of these places could use some help. That's all we got. Yep. So go listen to Run DMC. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs>